On this episode of Common Debauchery, the Nightmare and Rotten Jack are joined by the Alley Cat to talk about really just a bunch of random bullshit and some other cool stuff, and we'll see what happens. So uh, buckle up and stay tuned for this episode of Common Debauchery. The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare Rotten Jack. Joining me, Alec Cat, off to my side here. What's up, guys? Hello. Uh, So this episode was kind of stemmed off of me getting an idea of something funny to ask you guys a question of. Okay. This is literally all I have. Well, so let's we're go gonna with it. we're gonna sort it out. Uh, you need to talk into the microphone. Sorry, you're fine. It's just <laughs> sometimes you sit way back here and yell, and we can hear you. And other times you're like this, but then you're your mouth <laughs> and let nothing happen. So uh, bear with me. I'm the one who's been drinking. <laughs> you have you enjoy the mic. Yeah, you enjoy the tea. Okay. And okay, so this was this was thought by me. Thought by you. Thought by me. Lips on the mic. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so I I came up with this because I saw and I sent this to Rotten Jack. Yeah. Uh, it was a meme on Instagram that basically said it was it was a picture of a professional at Bray Wyatt dressed as the fiend, and it basically said me trying to sleep and then my anxiety demon reminding me of that time. Yes. So I sent it to you too. Yeah. Okay. So it basically said my anxiety demon reminding me of that time I crapped my pants in second grade. <sighs> Do you guys have a story that for absolutely no reason at all pops into your head and to this day makes you feel uncomfortable about something you did in your childhood? Yes. A million. Like, I wish that there was only one. My childhood? I got stuff from, like, fucking last week. I was literally just going to say the same thing. (laughs) Let's tell these stories. All right. Okay, so, disclaimer, I roped them into this episode without telling them the topic. Correct. I kind of figured we were going (laughs) to. I mean, I did also figure it out based on, you know, the Instagram message, but. Yeah. Who wants to start? Nobody, because it's awkward stories. I mean, I've shit my pants a couple of times. Okay, so that's also where this went. So I sent that meme, and Rotten Jack looked at me and was like, I shit my pants in fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what? I don't know. I fucking trusted a fart and shit my pants in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of our drive time episode. Shit happens. Shit does happen. So uh, then I had to go stand in the fucking bathroom until like someone dropped me off new fucking clothes. Uh, it could be worse. I did that in college. In college during oh, Fred God. during Fred Fest. We were at someone's house for a party and now like this they had beer pong and they were playing chandelier, which is like beer pong meets flip cup meets like I don't know, yeah, other debaucherish drinking games. They had a funnel named Redwood. It was named Redwood because it was two and a half stories tall. Fuck me. To the point that they what like they would hang it out the window of a of the second story. It would go. It would hang off the gutter of the house, <laughs> and if you finished it without you know, blah, you got to sign 
Redwood's Tube. Nice. I I signed Redwood's Tube. Awesome. Good for me. But when, you know, you get to a point where you're feeling good, you know, you know, a little loosey goosey, having a good time. I got a fart. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I think we've had this conversation. I've literally never had that happen to me before. Yeah. You've never you've never Gambled called on a fart and lost? No. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you gotta call your bluff. I really haven't. The worst part was I didn't think I was calling bluff here. I thought this was just like, ah, oh, got fart. I'm gonna have to poop when I get home. But like that's gonna be an hour from now after we're done walking. And next thing I knew, I was walking home without underwear on, and my underwear were balled up in a ball in someone's garbage can. Oh my god! So, when's when is the last time you shit your pants? The story I just told you. Uh, mine was about a year and a half, two years ago. The, let's the, go. The, let's the, go. The fact that this wasn't Fourth of July at our house impresses me. Yeah. Right. Also yeah. Also true. No, yeah. No, I was sitting at home. I, I like just <laughs> relaxing, watching TV. And I went into a coughing fit, and because like I was spasming so much from coughing, I started farting, and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm in the middle of coughing, and <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the very, very first time the Nightmare and I hung out, he, he, he laughed so hard he farted. Yeah, and it was, it was one of those that like I felt it, and I stopped coughing, and then I had to sit there for a second, and I was just like... Did I just shit so, my pants? So funny. And then story. I got up and I felt like the back of my shorts no. and I was like, "Fuck!" Gross. Fun, funny story. If uh, Alley Cat laughs too hard, she she gets the hiccups. I do. That'll probably happen today. And, and of course, I was not home alone at the time. My oh, dad was no. home. So then he sees me waddling down the stairs. He goes, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Shit my pants." <laughs> He's like, "What?" Oh I'm my like, god. This is great. I was, I was 28 or 29. This is fantastic. And he's like, you what? I'm like, I shit my pants. <laughs> you want me to stop and say it better? I shit me britches. <laughs> uh, I, ironically, I'm told that's why, why Irishmen wore kilts. So I, I, that's, I have three times that I shit myself. Oh, boy. Those two, and then one time at uh, scout camp on a weekend, and... I don't know how it happened. Like, I was sick that weekend. I'm pretty sure, like, I ended up throwing up, like, the first night we got there. Like, me and my dad stopped sure. in, like, arcade, and we got subs, and I ended up getting sick, and I puked was, all over myself that night. Was was this the same camping trip that your dad, like... <laughs> no, this had... was, like, Boy Scout camping. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So you were at Scout, Scout Haven? Uh, Shulkoff. Okay. Okay. Shulkoff. Uh, and uh, was just, like, sick to my stomach and ended up, like... I shit my pants the once there. Just the once, not the twice? Just No, just the once. Not, not, not the and, third time. Uh, and then, like, later in the day, I had to go back to, to shit again. Uh, and then when I was done, I realized there was no fucking toilet paper. So I had to sacrifice my fucking underwear to wipe my ass. Oh, boy. So I was down two pairs of fucking underwear for that weekend. Oh. Down the shithole. Quite literally. Quite literally. Yeah. It was that was not a good weekend. So what story of anxiety keeps you awake at night? Wait, have you never shit your pants, Ellie? Well, I mean, I was a baby at one point. Well, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't count. Uh, I don't know. I really don't I cannot You've remember. Never shit your pants in your adult life. No, definitely not in my adult life. Oh. Um I don't even think like in my teenage years. Like I truly do not remember. Th- it, this is definitely a guy thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, we gamble on farts left, right, and center. Yeah, I really don't. Okay, so I guess if we're going to, like, go with the bathroom talk, I, in seventh grade, that's when I got my first period, and I was wearing white leggings. Oops. Whoopsies. I was wearing a denim skirt over it because that was the kind of like. Vibe, oh, that was the boot. You know? Oh, yeah. That, and you yeah. had like the double polo on with the collar pop. Yeah, that's what the. That's what you guys didn't do that? No, no because I, I wasn't a preppy fucking asshole. Yeah, I, I knew people who double polo collar popped. I used to make fun of them that. in lockers. I used to, I was like, what is your fucking neck cold, asshole? Well, you know, within like a couple weeks, I was wearing my colored skinny jeans and vans. So. Sweet. Yeah, it was all over the place. Anyway, with your uh, with your hat on and your hood up and brooding. Shut up. Um. So I <laughs> I was wearing my white white leggings, denim mini skirt. It was during the time of year where you were doing like the chocolate sales. You guys had to like sell chocolate bars and shit like that. Ever? No. I had to do that for like little league baseball and stuff. Yeah, but like, never, never in school. Never for school though. We were all selling like Niagara chocolate. Yeah, and standard. I was in math class. Also, like when you're 13 and it's your first time, you have no idea how often you need to go to the bathroom and like change things out. Sure. No fucking clue. We're just going to a like. Well, know. obviously, yeah, you guys are guys. You don't really know. Regardless. I'm 32 and I don't know the answer to that question. Heard. But <laughs> but the point is, as a female, you learn your body. You sure. learn your cycle. You learn what needs to happen. I didn't know. And I also like asked to go to the bathroom and was told no and I feel like that should be illegal so we leave class and my friend looks at me and she's like Allie I think you sat in a chocolate bar <laughs> at least that's what they thought well thank god but I ended up spending the entire next period but I'm in the bathroom waiting for my mom to wah, bring wah, me wah. new clothes <laughs> Which was, you know, lucky that my mom worked at my school, but... Yeah, thank God you didn't have to wait, wait a whole month. I hate you. <laughs> you made the joke. I just took it a step further. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's rough. And and like, and that's a realm of things that, like, RJ and I just can't... Yeah. Like, we, we, we can't even compete with on that. Because no. we, well, I mean, I've never shit my pants, so I, I'm right there with you. Ugh. I also have another one that's really stupid, but, like, it still pops into my head randomly. Well, I mean, we have time. We can, you know, go and keep going in circles. We don't have to keep, like, just hammering. It's, what? I'm confused. I'm just going to tell my story. How about that? Sure. I was in second grade, and we had, like, quiet reading time or whatever. And I was such a nerd when I was little, guys. I would go to the library, and I would get, like, literally mountains of books mountains and i wish i was kidding but like mountains of books as tall as i was okay here's the thing though people need to realize the fact that you speed read i do i read really fucking fast it's it's disgusting and i love reading like it's literally disgusting where homegirl here she'll be like oh my god okay you want to read this together and she'll like hold her phone up for us to read something and she'll start scrolling i'm like four lines down (laughs) <laughs> of a fi- of a 16 line thing and she's like you done yet and i'm like no <laughs> so anyway i love to read as a kid um so we're in quiet reading time and my teacher apparently started calling people to like 
get up to go to lunch or gym class or music. I don't fucking know. I don't really remember. All I remember is that I was so enthralled with my book that I was sitting there reading and finally like became aware of what was going on around me. And my entire class and my teacher were just standing there staring at me. And I distinctly remember somebody was like, are you going to like get up and like, can we go? (laughs) And it was really awkward and uncomfortable. And yeah, I don't know. The feeling of the embarrassment that I felt in that moment does not quite equate to the the story when I actually tell it. Sure. But it still pops up into my head and I was like, wow, you were really fucking stupid. And I wasn't. I was just, you know, reading my book. So I have one. I think, and I think I've mentioned this once or twice on the show in the past, potentially. But I was in sixth grade. It was my first first year in public school. So I was in. I, I went to ah Papa Boner. No, I'm not going to tell that story on the air. Actually, uh, thanks for bringing it up, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I it, it it's like that story adjacent. Oh, it's the one from the the, the assembly. Concert, yeah. So, I had a crush on this girl, and we were getting up, and for some reason, our teacher, walking us from our homeroom to this assembly, was like, "Okay, girls line up over on my right, guys line up on the left," and like I just happened to be like my desk was the closest guy's desk to the door, so I was first in line for the guys. The two girls in the desk in the desks in front of us were the first two. That's where this girl sat. We get down to the assembly and they're like, all right, go down there and like like just sit down. Now the assumption was like my my brain went to we're gonna sit every other. So the girl I had a crush on went, then I went, and all of a sudden I get to where I'm sitting and I turn and look, and it's me. It goes her, me, and the ten other girls in my class. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the girl who I have a crush on goes, can you move down so I can sit next to my friend? First off. Ouch. Right in the knackers. Just right in the knackers. She kicked me in the dick. Why does she keep kicking me in the dick? It hurt. It hurt. Right right here and a little bit lower. Cut, cut you deep, huh? Cut me, cut me deep. And then I had to do the awkward, like, icky shuffle like crab walk (laughs) sideways crab walk past every other girl in the class and like yeah out the side of the line of chairs and to a different row of people there are times that like woof this just pops into my brain for literally no reason and i'm just like I still feel embarrassed. So much so, I actually wonder if she ever, like, randomly thinks of that one weird time the big dude with the long hair, like, tried to sit next to her at the assembly. And, like, here's the thing. I didn't try to. My assumption was two lines came to one thing, so what do you do? It's like merging traffic. You You zipper. So I zippered, and it worked well for three people. And then the next dude behind me, I'm calling... I'm, I'm taking his man card. He pussed out. He was like, nope, don't want to sit next to the girls. Now I want to sit with the boys. Yeah, bailed. Bailed on me. Bailed on me hard. Awkward. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Real, that cut you deep. Real ouchies, bro. 
really thought with how big you are, the only way to cut you deep was with a battle axe and a running start. No kidding. That's a bad fat joke, and I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) What else you got, Rotten Jack? Uh, Most of mine just stem from, like, replaying conversations in my head. Same. And I'm just like, why the fuck did I say that? that? Absolutely. I've honestly been sitting here thinking of, like, what other stories do I have that are like this, and it's just like random conversations. And if I talked about it, it wouldn't make any sense to anybody else. Right. But like, like in the moment, like there's times that, like even in the moment, like mid conversation, oh, like I'll yeah. say something, and I'm just like, "What the hell? What man? the fuck? Why did I just say that?" Yeah, one hundred percent. And I literally will replay those conversations to no end, and I'm just like, "Why? You're so fucking embarrassing." <laughs> I'm like, if I'm embarrassed as fuck about what I just said, what the fuck is this other asshole thinking? I've had that with like trying to crack a joke and it just doesn't land. It whether, flops. whether whether people aren't really paying attention or it's just flat out not funny and I can never tell the difference. Yeah. So people will be talking and be like, Yeah, that's like uh yeah, blah 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 and the whole room just kinda stops and I'm just like Is that why you get mad at me when I don't when I don't laugh after you've said something a million times and it, it's just like not it doesn't land at the same anymore, but you're like, Laugh at me, I'm funny. Well, that because I just want you to acknowledge that I'm funny. You are funny. <laughs> I just can't make you think that all the time. I disagree. My ego is fragile. <laughs> We're going to have a really... Fragile. Our life would be really boring if I laughed at everything you said. Said no one ever? I got to keep you on your toes. Hey, Robin Williams, stop being hilarious. Oh, wait. He did, and nobody laughed anymore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> went there. You're welcome. Uh, I, I listen. I've wow. been. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one he's gonna think about later. I disagree. Uh, uh, I have another one that like you ever like run into somewhere and like you see someone and you're like oh I know exactly this and you walk right up to him and you like you grab him by the shoulder and you're like oh hey what's fuck you're not who I thought you were more than I care to admit <laughs> right <laughs> I did that when I was like a child with. A woman, a woman I in the thought, grocery store. No, yeah. like at, a, at like we were at the like the Letchworth like craft fair, oh. which used to be this huge like think of like a flea market, but people are selling nothing but their personal art. Mm, okay, sure. so like handmade scarecrows, shadow people, like you yeah. know, cart like wooden cutouts of Bill's logos, like that type of thing, and. You know, like artisan honey, just personal things you made and are selling. And I was walking, and I walked up to this woman who was wearing a baggy white hoodie or sweatshirt, had white hair, looked from, like, quick glance at the back was my grandma. So I, like, walked up, and because, I, I mean, I'm, like, six at the time. I, like, grab her sleeve and, like, hey, Graham. And this woman goes, I'm not your Graham. And I realize she's ripping a heater with her other hand. (laughs) I stop, utterly mortified, because here's this, like, she was a like 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 a Bronx accent away from being a cartoon, (laughs) and I'm just like, "Uh?" and all of a sudden I like glance back at my grandma's like, "What are you doing?" (laughs) And my mom's mom was just a she was a peach. She was. Like, this is the woman who, when I showed up in in life with my first tattoo, gave me the whole <sighs> nightmare, which she would have never called me. Never. She would have been so mad at that 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 nickname. 
But she looked at me and was like, if God wanted you to have that marking on your body, you would have been born with it. Like, that's my grandmother. Looks at me this day and goes, the fuck's the matter with you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I thought that was you. I do not look like that woman. Listen, you ever want to piss a woman off? Grab another woman thinking it was her. It does not matter what your relationship to said woman was. She will not be happy. Mm-mm. Tell Gam Gam you thought the other woman was her. She will find her. Re- My hair is not that white. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were a special shade of gray. I am not gray. My bad. I'm just, I'll put the shovel down at this point. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Ma, I thought that was you. I do not look like that bitch. I will not tell you what would happen if I walked up to another female at a location of any sort and thought it was Allie. Nice knowing you. Real swift one right in the knackers, bud. Talk about cutting me deep. I'll say kind words at your funeral. Gone forever. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. I will say kind words at your funeral. Yeah, Don't someone, you worry. Someone better fuck. <laughs> Won't be me. Nope. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. Yeah, well, call me from jail. Yeah, listen, you can come to my you can come to my uh, my funeral via video visit. <laughs> For those playing the home game, uh, yeah, there's some uh, congratulatory. I don't, uh, I don't. As of the time you're going to hear this, I don't work at day camp anymore. Yeah, there's some congratulatory. So we're celebrations we going are, on. We are recording this almost a week in advance of when it's actually going to be posted and aired. So at least four to five days Mm -hmm. are going to pass before this hits the airwaves. So uh, by the time you hear this, I will no longer be a day camp counselor. And that means we are a, like the next episode. I can actually openly talk about what I did for a living, which is so exciting. So I write your book. I, I was so, (laughs) so dick hard. Think about like, I can literally call it. We can it. stop calling yeah. it day camp. Yeah. I know. I know. I was thinking yeah. about the title of the book and everything like that. I was like, oh, this is so great. I'm anyway. writing a book. Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. going to be good. I get a free autograph copy, right? Hell, fuck yeah. Yeah. All Hell right. yeah, fuck yeah. So I have another embarrassing story. Sweet. Um, Again, like these are things that just like feel embarrassing to, to us. Like I feel like you tell them and like sometimes people might cringe with you and they're like, oh, yeah, I've been there. But like... Also, like, why does this still affect me? I was at Antoinette's with my grandma and my cousin. And my grandma would always take us out for ice cream for our birthday Time out. every year. Just so people are aware, Antoinette's, if you don't know, is a fine confectionery <laughs> chocolate place that serves ice cream and stuff, too. Okay. Anyway. What's Antoinette's? I, I was kind of getting there, but okay. you cut me off, so. It's my show. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see myself out then. Just keep. Just keep talking to the microphone. We're fine. <laughs> this is going to be one of those moments that keeps her awake now. Go ahead. Actually, no, I think I'm good. But um, we went to Antoinette's. We would go every year for our birthdays for ice cream. And my cousin, her birthday was like two months after mine. So we would always kind of go at the same time. And we were walking around the chocolate shop. And I knocked over a whole display and shattered this like ugly ass old lady looking tray. 
it was like paint hand painted. I feel so rude saying that. It was hand painted with like roses and all this shit. And my grandma was so mad at me because she had to pay for the tray that I broke. So she made me take it home with me because she she glued it back together. She like painstakingly glued this ugly ass tray back together. And I shoved it under my bed. Which grandma? You know which grandma. Okay. I understand things better now. Mom's side or dad's side? Dad's. Dad's. Okay. Um, The the one whose house we lived in for a while. Yes, Okay. So, yeah. And I had to, like, hide this shamefully under my bed. Oh, my God. It also brings me back to a memory. This is another one. Why do you not still have this tray? I would keep that fucking thing. You know, Julia, my cousin, loves to remind me of this story on a regular basis. We laugh about it all the time. Now that I'm talking about this, I have two more memories that are coming up that are just embarrassing and I'm cringing, like thinking about the things that (laughs) Julia and I used to do together. Um, So this is just kind of like a little conglomerate of things. Julia and I were just, we were, we were interesting. We, there was one night that we had a sleepover and we were giving each other back massages. And so we were using like lotion, you know, that's what you do, except that. We ended up using shampoo. <laughs> so we were- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Was this before or after you called the Jonas Brothers hotline? Okay, so yes, we also used to call the Jonas Brothers. We would lay on the floor of her room for hours, and we would call the Jonas Brothers hotline, and we would sing them songs. And we would mail them letters that we sprayed with our perfume. Like, we were fucking weird. Like, Borderline creepy. And then we would go outside and we would play Baywatch and run through the sprinkler. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Did you like try running in slow motion? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and, how like, you play Baywatch. Yeah. Our hair. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. So also, as we got older and then we started like getting boyfriends and stuff, we, there was, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. There was, <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm so excited. There was one winter, we had a snow day, and I went over to her house, and we decided we were going to build a snowman. So we built this snowman, and we like, I don't, I don't even know what we did, but we, we named it Brevin. <laughs> I can't, because that was the combination of our boyfriend's names, and we like... Brad and Steven? Brian and Devin. Brian. Oh, oh okay. Uh, listen, that was a damn good shot it for was me. A Brad, good and, shot. Brad and Steven, yeah, that'd be a good. Yeah. That'd be good. It's better than a guess that I would come up with. I feel Jesus. like I remember maybe potentially kissing the snowman. I don't know. I don't know. I like to block that stuff out. So, regardless, I don't know if it was the same year you've, or m- You've heard of a frostbite. That was or a, a French kiss. That was a frostbite. Anyway, I um, fucked up the joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. that's yeah. I missed my mark. I'll go fuck wah, myself. Wah. Um, a couple years later, I think, or maybe it was maybe it was Devin. I don't know. Julia got a hickey, and we googled like different ways to get rid of said get hickey. rid of hickeys. Uh-huh. So we we've all been there. <laughs> we were slapping blueberry tea bags on her neck. <laughs> so hold on. Hold this on. actually just came up as a Facebook hold memory the on. other day. Okay, I like first off, I saw that post. I did not know what it was, but well, now I, this is like context of fantastic. Yeah, you know. Um, can we talk about the fact that you thought the way to get rid of a hickey was to teabag your cousin? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you guys ever like talked shit about someone or something, and then they and know they the were, person? And, no, no. The thing or person, like the, either the person who owns the thing or the person themselves, or the, like end up being within earshot. Well, yeah. I've definitely sent the te- a text to the wrong person, and I like it's oh, like a God, screenshot yeah. that I screenshot of their message, and I'm like, fuck, like yeah. Just embarrassing things. Also, there was a brief moment in time where I called my father when I was attempting to call you. What? Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Nothing w- weird happened. Like, it wasn't, like, anything, like, super embarrassing or weird, but, like... Well, because, like, so me and my father in the past have answered each other. Like, my my mom will call my dad... Uh, and I'll answer the phone on his phone and be like, hello. And it, we played a game for a while of how long it took my mom to realize it was me and not my dad. My brother and I used to do that when we were younger. We would sit at the top of the stairs and see if like my parents could figure out who was calling to them. <laughs> I had oh. a weird childhood, guys. It's not even the beginning of it all. And that's before Ben. Yeah. That's, Remember that's, the whole squirrel story? That's BB. I think I told it on this podcast. Yeah, that's... that's uh. That was 1990s, like probably like 1998 BB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's before Ben. Yeah, we got oh, it. Yeah. That was when my house became Spaghetti Way and Lasagna Avenue, and I had to pay taxes to live in my bedroom. <laughs> That's a true story. I know. Too. <laughs> oh, man. Probably one of my biggest ones, though, is the fact that, and it remains to this day, I am so oblivious to subtle hints from women we know yeah thanks uh it it's not any better now than it was when i was like 16 we we, we know <laughs> <laughs> i just made ali's bit take That's i was absolutely in love with this girl what never mind no go i'm not gonna make that joke and uh she was over at my house, you know, it was like a winter day or whatever. I think it was like over Christmas break or something like that. And you know, we're just chilling, hanging out in my house, watching TV. We're probably about, I think we're 16, 15 or 16. She's like, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, it's cold outside. No. Fucking I'm an asshole. Nice going, idiot. I fucking... I realized, like, shortly let's, after that I fucked that one up. Let's go for a... Mis- like, let's go for a walk in that age is the girl version of a guy's... You want a massage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> and nothing was ever the same with that girl after that? Of course not. You just proved you're not interested. And I think about that often because I fucking... Oh God! Oh man, she was the one that got away. Oh damn! Oh fuck! That was what? that was like a high what school. A just dropped. That was a fucking high school romance that I fucking would have. W- would you call it your chemical romance? <laughs> Guys, I'm in rare form. You are. You are. Yeah. She uh she's now married and lives in like Colorado or something, but 
So her love took her higher. Yes. That's a bad. That that was a stretch. I'm sorry. Yep. You're trying too hard. Yep. <sighs> Sit down. Settle down. Um. Yeah. I. I am perpetually the guy who like. And I, I think you can attest to this. Okay. There, there are times that I am capable, and I've, it's come out a few times on the show where I'm capable of like, really genuine, quick humor, funny. Like there are times in my life where I can say and or do things that are, pretty like smooth, pretty suave. Like Correct. I gotta remember, I like, fucking hit Ellie with one earlier tonight. You did, you did. You know what? I'm the only person that you can really get that like quick humor with, and I think that I'm your muse. Sometimes Ellie just fucking soft serves them up there, and I just hit them out of the park. True story. That is also true, but I mean, it wasn't my choice to be gluten free. Also true. Well, that's true. Anyway, so like that that stems into my life with like physical activity as well. Like there are times that I am capable of doing really really cool shit, especially in my younger years when I was a little, little bit more uh, nimble, a little bit less uh, big, and um. The, the common denominator with that was if there was somebody nearby that I wanted to impress. You couldn't do shit. I was going to trip over my own fucking feet. Yep. I once fell down a hill in a cross-country meet, and nobody will ever let me forget about it. People were watching a cross-country meet? Mostly, I just, like... <laughs> Was injured, Can, so uh, my family. So you had to admit to it. My family reminds me of it. Can we tell secondhand embarrassment stories? Like feeling uh, embarrassed for other people. Oh yeah. Hang, hang on a second. I ha- I have. You got a doozy, <sighs> huh? Oh yeah. All right, let's go. So, when I was in seventh grade. You sound so resigned right now. I'm so defeated. Do by, I not know this story? I am so defeated by remembering this story. I can't wait. I don't remember if it was seventh grade or eighth grade, but when I was in middle school, both years, uh, the high school I went to only had one baseball team for seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. So instead of a seventh and eighth grade team and a ninth grade team, or a seventh and eighth grade team and a JV team, we had one team that was ninth, eighth, and seventh grade. So 120 people would show up to these tryouts. It was not uncommon for talented players to not make the team. Those two years, I didn't make the team. Nine times out of ten, there was like three eighth graders and a seventh grader, maybe. So what did I do instead? I played in marching band. Because I was the biggest person in the percussion session section. What instrument did I play? Bass drum. Bass drum. We went to a competition in Batavia. Batavia? Springville. Springville. Yeah, that's pretty typical. Yeah. Yeah. And so we file out of the buses, we grab our drums, and everyone's grabbing all their stuff, and there are... this. There was a girl who played the flute, I believe it was, who I had a huge crush on. Did she go to band camp? Probably. I mean, she's... I don't make the rules of what people do at camp. Anyway, so I'm like... Trying to be fucking Rico Suave. Really? Here. No one, no one got that fucking. Oh, like, listen, we got it. it. It's two on the head. No Whatever. shit. <laughs> oh, John, the the night the nightmare is telling a band story. Make a band camp joke. Fuck Jesus. Anyway, so I get like we're, we're forming up, right? He looks Fuck so you, salty. I hope you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to fart yet. 
So, oh my god. So we're like forming up and everything, and we're starting like we're the bus is parked uphill from where we were like from the where the parade started. So we had to march down the hill. And if you've ever noticed like what a bass drum looks like in front of you when you're carrying it, yeah, you pr- I've never carried one, but I can imagine you probably can't fucking see yeah, what's you, in front of you. You pretty much go by the head of the person in front of you. Tell me you rolled. I stepped in a pothole. This was probably one of the first injuries I had to my right knee. I stepped in a pothole, went down hard on that knee. Tell me you smashed the fucking bass drum. Too. I rolled over the top of it. <laughs> it, it, then, it then came unhooked. And rolled down the and hill. And rolled down the hill. <laughs> while I'm in a pile of shit. I'm just a heap of fucking humanity. Our fucking... We had two band teachers. Mr. K, who was awesome. He was one of my favorite band teachers ever. I only had like four total in three years. And like that includes the two years I did marching band. And Mr. Dutton, RIP, he's no longer with us. Mr. Dutton was about five foot two, built out of about seven foot nine of anger. (laughs) To the point that like there was a, a part of one of our marches where like we all had to stop and look a certain way. And it was part of like the marching show. And somebody didn't turn their head far enough, and he ripped them apart in front of the entire band of, can you do this? Can you do this? Then do it! So here's me, in a pile of wrecked humanity, my knee is bleeding like a sieve, and he is screaming. And your drum's rolling down the hill. He is screaming at the people behind me that are left in line, because, like, probably... Half the band goes, then there's your drum lines, and then there's the other, like, third of the band. Sure. So he's screaming at that back third. A, do not break stride. B, do not get out of the way. So they, he wanted you to tra- he wanted them to it, trample it, you? It was literally hurdle the dead, trample the weak. So and I was like Lion so King up I am, in this bitch. I am literally covering up as these people are like stepping over me and he is obliterating them for doing so. At which point the other supervisors, so like we had like band parents who would come to these trips with us and like if it was hot, they'd like walk through like run through the line and like spray your face with water sure. and like make sure you were okay. They now realize there's a reason there's a drum rolling down the hill, and it's ours. So they come to check on me, and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got kicked in the head three times. Two other people tripped over me. Both of them kicked me in the head yeah. and got yelled at for breaking stride. Oh my God. To this day, your good friend, uh, Miss Injectables, will tell you this story because she was there. <laughs> she witnessed me roll down a hill over the top of my bass drum. <laughs> One of the people that kicked me in the head was the girl I had a crush on. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So guess who got yelled at because she tripped and scuffed her shoe. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Guess who didn't date the girl? Clumsy McFuckerton over here. <laughs> oh man yeah and if you're not secondarily embarrassed for me on that story you're not human 
Uh, I am a little bit. I have a better secondhand embarrassment story, though. Thank God. Uh, this is like full tilt fucking cringe. Ooh. When I was a swimmer. That is cringe. I was a swimmer, too. I understand. <laughs> we were at an invitational meet right at the start of the season. At Lakeshore? Uh, Alden. Okay. It was, uh, one the, it was one of the two. Yeah. I don't think Lancaster ever went to the Alden Invitational. Lakeshore. We went to Lakeshore. Yeah. That's why. Um, one of the kids, it was his first year on the team. We hadn't gotten our like meat suits yet. So I'm sorry, my brain just went to like meat suits, like as in like like, like what Lady like Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, no, no the, the, suit, the suit they wear for meats. I, yeah. I understood, but I just couldn't get a picture of like a steak dress out of my mind. So <laughs> now Carry most on. of us, most steak of us dress. would like buy our own like speedos and jammers and shit sure. like that for for practice, whatever. Or we had like our old meat suits from the previous yeah. year to use. So most of us were were pretty well set. This one kid did not have anything. So he had a regular pair of like board shorts. <laughs> I'm oh so, no. I'm sorry. I'm I'm solely laughing because of Allie's whole like meat suit. Like steak dress. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta cover the beef curtain somehow. Oh <laughs> Jesus God. fucking Christ. What is please, wrong with your please, brain? Please tell your story. <sighs> this poor kid. He's doing backstroke. I oh my god! <laughs> he's doing the he's doing the hundred backstroke. Oh no! Four laps of the pool. First lap unconsequential. He hits the wall for the turn. You see the suit drop a little bit. Uh oh. Second turn, even further. Third turn, he loses the fucking suit. It's now around his fucking ankles. And his dick is just flopping in the wind for everybody to fucking see. Yeah, just wiggling his worm. Because he's doing the backstroke. Oh, my God. And he, to his credit, he didn't fucking stop to pull up his suit ever. He finished that fucking hundred backstroke cock out. Oh, my God. Sometimes you got to whip your dick out and finish a meet. That is probably the biggest secondhand embarrassment story I have. My brother just is like, like the epitome of secondhand embarrassment. So which one? Ben. Okay. I couldn't imagine. Like I would have been the one. You know what? Nope. Fuck this. Like I'm done. Like I would have stopped and pulled my fucking suit up and hopped out of the pool. Oh probably would have quit swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I, everybody, I want, everybody I want in him. the stands is watching this, and they're every time he turns, everyone's like, oh. Oh, oh! <laughs> and then by the final lap, when his suits around his ankles, everybody is just dying, laughing in the fucking stands. I, if I'm him, and I lose my suit completely, I get out of the pool butt ass naked and just don't act like you're not impressed. Except I also understand that usually like invitational meat pools are cold. Yeah. That is not an invitation to my meet I want to send. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Ben is second-hand yeah, those, embarrassing. Those pools really weren't doing much no, for, your, for your not Not for an your ego, package not an ego the boost there. No. By no means. 
especially when it came time to championship season. Oh, my God. Because so cold. at Sweet Home, they literally used to take five-gallon buckets of ice. Yeah. And before the meet started, they would just be walking along the sides of the fucking pool, dumping, like, 20 to 35-gallon buckets of fucking ice in the pool. The yeah. colder the pool, the faster the swim. <laughs> yeah, less drag. Yeah, especially when no got a fucking oh suit on. You think if he was, it probably acted like a little bit of a rudder for him, you know? Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> keep him, keeping him steady in the currents, like well, a little, little. It's like it was like a little shark fin, you know? <laughs> Helped him slice through the water. This episode is so fucked. <laughs> 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 Holy fuck, tell your Ben story, please. I don't have a Ben story. Heart of starboard, mister. He's just the epitome of of secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could we could tell the story about the engagement party after the day after our engagement party. Oh my god. We show up Wait, to my, what happened the day after? This is so funny. We show up to my parents' house. And what were we well, even doing? Well, I mean, the day of was embarrassing enough when he fucking dropped the crock pot full of mac and cheese. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so uh. quick one on that. My mom makes some bomb-ass homemade mac and cheese. And my brother's secondhand embarrassment. And... <laughs> Sorry. tight. Thank you. My uh, my future brother-in-law here go is like helping my parents bring stuff in. He lets the door close, which hits my dad, which causes him to drop the crock pot full of mac and cheese. On the freshly painted porch. Breaks the crock pot. And her, like, the Alley Cat's dad had just painted the porch literally two days ago. Like, this is just... So then, like, she, my mom uses the Crock-Pot bags. Instead of, like, rolling the bag over and picking it up and carrying it in the house, he tries to pick it up, which squeezes some of the mac and cheese onto the porch. So at this point, prior to doing that, there well, was just landed, a road. It landed face down. Right. But he, all you had to do was roll it over. Yeah. And pick up the bag. Yeah. And, like, he might have lost some, but, like... Scoop he, off he, the top later, we're li- good. He literally just, like, Hulk smash. <laughs> That's how the engagement party started. So, the next day, I don't know why we were there. I think picking we were... Picking up pick, booze, Yeah, gifts. like, picking up stuff, because we, we left... We were there late. We were there late, and we were just... There was a lot of stuff to take home. There was a very intoxicated nightmare that I had to pack up into the car. Like, it was just... Yeah. Sometimes you got to get the nightmare drunk. So, yeah, we uh, we went back the next day. We're just, like, sitting at the kitchen table talking to my parents, and Ben walks in, and we're like, hey, where were you? He's like, oh, I was getting the, the age-old hangover cure, so, caffeine and McGurdles. To which, like, there was, a, a, like, that same awkward silence we just had, to which I go, do you mean McGriddles? And we now all realize that this little fucking potato is like McGurdles. I looked at him and I was like, did you did you say that at the window? Like, you're 21 years old. How long have you thought that it's McGurdles? And yeah, how long have you been calling him McGurdles? He looked so ashamed. He's like, well, I, I ordered at the kiosk. And I was like, bullshit. Bullshit. If you have a hangover, you're not going inside. Yeah, no you're one's going order- inside with yeah, a hangover. You are no. ordering at the drive-thru and you fucking said McGurdle and they probably peed themselves laughing at you. Oh my God. And yeah. like, the, the best part was we knew, well, I knew that 
like he was leaving in the morning to go run an errand for him and his brother, specifically for his brother who like bitched out early on the night. So like his cover story for this errand was a white monster and McGirdles. McGirdles. This is the same child who at one point decided it would be a good idea to drink most of a bottle of Pink Whitney one day. And then, like, so we were watching a Bills game, I'm pretty sure, and we were doing shots for scores and stuff like that. It was not a Bills game. It was his birthday. Oh, there you go. So he was doing, like, I was doing shots with him. He was was drinking the Pink Whitney in shot form. And then he was pouring himself. Side note, I'm unfamiliar. Uh, Uh, I don't know what Pink Whitney is. Pink lemonade vodka. Okay. It's fantastic. It's very good. Um, But he was also, like, drinking straight liquor with me on top of doing shots with me. Okay. For those playing the home game, I don't recommend it. I've there, done are, it. there are very few people who can f- live in that realm with me. I've done one, it. I don't recommend it either. Yeah, one, I'm bigger than you. I have a natural God-given gift. Second, I had a lot of practice when I was younger. Odds are you're not going to hang. My man tried, and then he started like giggle talking to us. Is this where the birth of Jar Jar was? It is where I the birth looked, of Jar Jar was. I looked at him and was like. Easy, Jar Jar Binks. And he cried. He legitimately cried. Like, tears running. He called me Jar Jar. Oh, my God. Pissing ourselves, laughing at this little clown who is literally crying. And how old was he at this time? 21. Yeah, it was two years ago. It wasn't his 21st birthday. I was trying to keep K-Fob alive that we weren't getting an underage person drunk on the show. <laughs> oh, well, what what? He was 21. We were in Canada when it happened. Yes. We were. We were. We have a cottage up there. That used to have a black maple tree. Not anymore. Black walnut. Same thing. It's wood. And it's dark. <laughs> you got to show me those slabs before I leave. Yeah, we'll go take it. Yeah, you haven't seen the garage done yet either. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Ooh, garage is nice. Little little crowded right now. We got a little some sure, stuff yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. got to move out. Like, not you. Calm the fuck down. A little bit, you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you dick. I just picked up a new piece of furniture for you. I don't want to hear it. Love you. So, uh, yeah, secondhand embarrassment is definitely uh, like this. This is how I felt when speaking of like tattoos and grandmas. Um. Which dials back to, I think, something we talked about earlier on the show, or was that before we were That recording? was before yeah. the show. Okay, so we were talking about, like, tattoos and grandma. No, no, no. No, I, you, you know, I you mentioned my, yeah, grandma. my grandma. You're okay. right. We're good. Full this, circle. Same, same grandma. Christmas Eve dinner. Commenting again on my tattoo. I still can't believe. <laughs> if, if God wanted. My sister. Um... We'll call her sleep paralysis demon. Yeah, that's dark, I know. We're calling your sister sleep paralysis demon? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to need context on that later. Yeah, I was trying to think of something more extreme than a nightmare because she's a little out Got there it. sometimes. Got oh, okay. 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 That, yeah. All right, context. We, we've context. all okay. All right, all right. Got gotcha. you. That joke didn't hit. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the nightmare and sleep paralysis demon. SPD. <laughs> so 
we're sitting at the at, at again Christmas dinner, and my sister decides to pipe up. Now I'm 18, maybe 19 at this time, so which means she's 20 or 21. Pipes up and goes. Now this is a Christmas, maybe two removed from the time she got dragged in, hammered off her ass by friends of hers who got her drunk at Howdy's, the country line dancing place, oh God. the day before Christmas. So, like, Christmas Eve, she had a hangover She when she was, like, 18 or 19. So this was a year or two removed. Looks at my grandmother, again, elderly woman, who, till the day she could no longer manage sitting in a church pew, went to church, sometimes two to three times a week, and, okay. go, and looks at my grandma and goes, you think his shoulder's bad? You should see my tit. Y'all, I never thought in a million years I would ever witness my father attempt to wind up to hit one of us. But I, he didn't, but he thought about it. <laughs> you saw the thought across his mind. He, if he could have punched my sister in the face, he probably would have. Because who says tit to Gam Gam? I don't know. My family played Cards Against Humanity with Grandma. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. My I, poor cousin had the card seeing Grandma naked. <laughs> that made the whole game so of much course, You have more to play awkward. that. You have of to. Of course. And you have to play it for Grandma. Yeah. Like, but yeah. I would but, hold on to that card for like 30 rounds. Th- there, there was a string of like three Christmases in my house where I was like, I'm the good kid for another year, right? <laughs> I can pretty much do everything but break the law, and I'll and be the good kid. And then you ruin kid. Thanksgiving. Oh, that was years later. What you year. do to ruin Thanksgiving? Oh, my God. Okay, so this is the last story because we're running out of time. Uh, we went to my sister's house, so... The very first Thanksgiving that I spent with you. Oh, <laughs> so, oh boy. So we went to uh, SPD's house for Thanksgiving. Fun fact... I grew up across the street from my future brother-in-law. We lived across the street from each other for oh, really? like most of our life. Huh. Yeah, you know, you know Ryan. Yeah, yeah. He like the house across the street from her parents' house is where he grew up. Oh, okay. So we uh, we went over to my sister's house, and her in-laws were there, and we got into a conversation about tattoos. Weirdly enough, where. I was telling her that the guy, the place I used to go for my tattoos, the guy who owns the shop has a minimum. He literally, it, it's written on the board in his station that says, if you, if your ass touches my chair, you owe me $200. And then the cost of that tattoo and the labor on top of it. Mm-hmm. So a normal tattoo at that place, if you, if it would cost you 250 you go to Don for it, it's 450 Yeah. Like, and he goes, you are not wasting my time, basically, is what it is. I am too good for this shit. Is his is his thing. He's good. He's not that fucking good though. He's he's legit. He's probably like the best in the area. Yeah, like people come from all over the country to get tattooed by him. Yeah. And he he only takes tattoo appointments, at least he used to, on the first of every odd month. Like the first Monday of every odd month you had to call it and if he answered the phone, you got to book an appointment a year and a half out. Whatever. Right. I was talking to my current artist about something like that because she was complaining about doing like smaller pieces, like somebody who comes in and like books up time to do a clover on their wrist. Right. And she's like, I don't mind doing that stuff, but like, I want to create art. So I want somebody like me, my sister, my brother-in-law, who have 
thousands of dollars of ink on one arm from this from this girl. I mean, I probably got five grand on my arms. Right. So, like, that's what these just like, my arms. Like the, these established artists, that's what they want to do. So we were talking about that and how she like was considering having like a chair minimum. Like at bare minimum, it's going to cost you 150 bucks to sit in my chair. Sure. Because she does by time. So yeah. like, if, it, if it takes her 40 minutes, it costs you like 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. She's like that. You just took up a three hour appointment slot. I'm now sitting around my thumb up my ass and I'm not making money. Right. So like I brought that up. My sister's mother-in-law went hard in the paint about how like, huh, if she did that, she would lose so many customers and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, or we went back and forth for the better part of an hour and a half. Everyone else just sat there so awkwardly like we don't know what to do. Because like she basically told me, and this was the basis of her argument, is that I am too young to understand how businesses operate. And she works in the field of like basically liquidating businesses and businesses who institute policies like that are almost exclusively who she liquidates. Okay. Because my and my whole point was like, listen, when I worked at the baseball place, I could sell every cage possible for $20 a half hour. Or I could book one cage for 20 weeks through the whole year. And if I turned that guy down, my boss would look at me and be like, you're insane. Because on the if come that someone pays us 20 bucks every single week for that same time slot, no, you take the guaranteed money and you take the bigger sum every time. And like the end of the conversation, she walked away from you and I was like, she said something on my reply was like, "Uh, I don't know what businesses you liquidate, but maybe you should change professions. (laughs) And she, like, the whole, like, it got real awkward. She went downstairs, like, her, two of her kids that were still at the table went downstairs, and I kind of looked around, like, so we're going to go. Thanks for having me. I haven't been invited back for Thanksgiving. Oof. To be fair, my sister no longer hosts Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Oh, well. That was not embarrassing for me. I will argue with anybody about anything. Yeah, it was uncomfortable for everybody else, though. I yeah. don't want. I don't know if it was embarrassing. No, just uncomfortable to sit there and watch. Like, I maybe was embarrassed to be seen with you, but yeah, won't be the last time. <laughs> this was a fun off the cuff episode. Yes, I'm glad I, that we decided to. When as soon as you started asking, have you guys ever were like, no, shut the fuck up, let's get the mics out. Yeah, I literally said, have you guys ever, you know, and I'm going to be so mad at myself for asking you this without the microphones in front of us, and it was, let's fucking do it then, so we did. Uh, that being said, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Find us on social media. Just type in Common Debauchery on Facebook. We'll pop up, I promise, if we designed it that way. And check out our sponsor, uh, Buffalo Freddy Enterprises, www.buffalofreddy.com, 716-4-FREDDY for all your party needs. Uh, tents, tables, chairs, blow-up houses, and they do barbecue catering as well. Uh, reach out to them to you know book your party and get your stuff squared away. They sell it almost every weekend at this point. And uh, I guess all that being said, I'm the Nightmare. I'm Rotten Jack. I'm the Alley Cat. And this has been Common, Common Debauchery. Debauchery. The weather is changing and the sun is shining, which means summer party season is here, and Buffalo Freddy Party Rental has everything you need to get your party started. From tents, tables, and chairs, to inflatable bounce houses, water slides, and obstacle courses, Buffalo Freddy has everything you need to take your summer shindig to the next level. Not sure what to serve at your event? Buffalo Freddy does barbecue catering as well. 
For more details or to make reservations, head over to buffalofreddy.com or give them a call at 716-437-3339. That's 716-4-FREDDY. Buffalo Freddy is a proud sponsor of this podcast.